Scottish Football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time around the country, certainly in our featured game, Celtic with a commanding lead, Livingston with a narrow one, and Hamilton and Kilmarnock locked at nil nil. Let's round off the teaser, Hugh Keevens. We did not do that at the end of the first half. The first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Since season 95-96 there have been five pairs of players who have played together in a league match for an old firm team and shared the exact same surname. They are Brown, Scott and Mark, Wilson, Mark and Kelvin, Ferguson, Barry and Ian, Ray, Gavin and Alex, (laughs) Dubois, Frank and Ronald. Hold on a minute Tell me you both got yourself As the answer to this I teaser. got myself Gordon Thank you <laughs> You didn't get yourself Do you know the thing is Gavin was injured quite a lot At that particular period Did we uh, actually play the same team Yes you did What game was it in, in a league me. match I don't know But no, any confirmation yeah. You definitely did play in a league match together <laughs> Unbelievable What chance have you got Hugh Keevans no, If they can't I even get themselves that. Well you see I always say of Gordon DL A man who's lived a life But can't remember it Well I'll tell and you who can remember Mikey Because he was third fastest Adam was the silver medalist and Jay McCormick was the winner of the first half teaser We'll have a second half teaser very soon It'll be a Who Am I? And I look forward to seeing how you fare with this one Alex Ray can't even get it when he is the answer So I don't hold out much hope for them But anyway, Hugh Keevans at Celtic Park It is job done already Yeah, yeah, for sure I mean, if you dropped anything now It would be the shock of the decade uh, So it's for Ange Postacoglu to take... Uh, cognizance of the the game against AZ Altmar midweek uh, is very important. I, I've said today on the programme and I stand by it, I'm not entirely sure that 2-0 is enough to get Celtic through. So he has to now begin planning for AZ Altmar. Uh, Furuhashi hasn't had uh, the best of starts to this game, but he has been amazing for Celtic. Might it be time to give him a breather? Um, David Turnbull Do whatever you like Odson Edward Celtic could literally do whatever they like And they'll mm. still win Yeah Mark Wilson I'm sure getting three points Whatever way it had to be secured That was the priority today for Celtic But it couldn't really have gone any better With midweek yeah. round the corner Yeah because it's such a huge game And still a lot to be done As Hugh touched on at the start of the show With it only being 2-0 I think now is the time to make changes And I get that Ange Postacoglu wants to entertain the Celtic fans And he'll want a bigger scoreline And he'll want to keep his top players on But I think he should change them I mean, you've got Montgomery, Sorrell Even Uruguide, who the Celtic fans haven't seen If Welsh and Starfield are going to start midweek You know they're nailed on Then maybe, you know, give them 45 minutes of sitting out So there's a lot he can change Whether he will right at this minute Remains to be seen Alex Ray. 
Sorry Gordon I was too busy checking uh, To see if I played against Gavin And well done to the, the guy Who put the question in Job congratulations yeah, I come on as an 83 minute sub And Gav was still in the middle of the park uh, There we go One month before I, I, I retired for Rangers Glad we cleared that up uh, Anyway about the game today then Yeah Celtic have been absolutely outstanding <laughs> Two goals for Abada Two from Turnbull And uh, you have to say uh, Again another long 45 minutes I can only see Celtic adding to this tally Eamon Brophy has come on for St Mirren At the break Celtic are cruising There was quite a lot of controversy though In the first so make sure you join us on the open line at 5 o'clock Where we can go over all the big debating points Cammy McPherson has come on as well So let's get the second half up and running Goal flashes With Aspire Industrial Services Extensive range on display in their new showroom in Hillington All want to stand by your prediction that Celtic will win this one then, yeah? Yes, no, no one fancy changing might, their minds They might just sneak it Okay, uh, St Mirren that have made the changes, Hugh, not Celtic I'm surprised by that uh, It could just be a case Of another 10 minutes less. though Yeah of course yeah um, Ange Postacoglu As he has shown already Is a single minded individual uh, He'll do it his way Him and Frank Sinatra uh, So You know He obviously thinks There's value in leaving the team Untouched uh, Maybe He thinks Furuhashi and Edward Can get goals And then take them off I don't know But I'm slightly surprised, you know, because I read David Turnbull during the week saying that, uh, you know, the style of play and everything about the way Postacoglu works with the Celtic players has left uh, him needing an afternoon nap. Uh, here's another one, another yellow card for um, Curtis Main. Curtis Main, Curtis yeah. Main. Uh, so unnecessary. I mean, the, the, some, know, these are self-inflicted wounds that there's it, no need whatsoever to, to challenge Stephen Welsh the way he did. He's trying to keep the ball in Mark Wilson Stephen yeah. Welsh is trying to shield it out of play Curtis Main at the start of the second half Has no doubt been told at the break Go out there and, and try and turn this around That, that is probably as a yellow card Or it's a foul But yeah. it's an understandable one is it not? He's trying to keep the ball in Welsh is trying to usher it out We've seen him so often um, Interesting You know St Mirren made a few changes for now down I wonder how easy it is for Jim Goodwin at home To, to make that call And, and get through <laughs> To to Lee Sharp at Celtic Park um, in terms of Postacoglu and Celtic remaining the same well he came in when he came in he, he understood what the Celtic fans were after he understood that they wanted entertainment and attacking football and he obviously wants to continue that into the second half he doesn't want to shortchange anyone and that's why he's come out with the same side uh, Celtic are just Sweeping forward again Anthony Ralston Almost goes down in the box But gets himself back up And Alex He's shown oh, his, his Athleticism there Because he actually He miscontrolled He, actually he miscontrolled the ball And then he managed To get on the end of it Because he, he was Second favourite But he sort of brushed The St Mirren player Out of yeah, the way And was, got on the end of that it That was my little Kind of exact, I was like oh, Because I'm watching Tanza Get pushed out the way You know Ralston was so much More desire to get To that ball there you're 4-0 down Show a wee bit of kind of heart there At least try and compete for the ball Ralston's I mean his improvement Has been incredible There's no doubt He was a good player When he broke into the Celtic first team And the stories you heard about him In the academies And then going on loan In Queen's Park And this that And the next thing He was A terrific prospect But he lost his way a wee bit And especially last season Where he didn't feature An awful lot But his improvement this season In terms of Even his speed And his mobility Looks like it's Went up a, a level And when you add confidence to that Like Postacoglu's gave him You're getting the rewards that you see uh, In the last few games And you know Jaranvic coming in uh, the, 
the place is up for Mark, grabs. You know, you know when you say Postacoglu giving him confidence. Uh, for me, we we said this a couple of weeks ago. We I think one of you, you or I gave him the goal of the the weekend when he cut inside at Hearts. He showed real character because at that particular point, Celtic fans were going, "We need a right back." Yeah. Now he scored a couple of goals, important goals, Mark. And what's happened there is he's actually got confidence through his performances because. He's really hitting a level that I don't think he's been producing on a regular basis since he came into the first team. Dumbarton have pulled one back against Cove. Stuart Carswell has scored on 47 minutes, but it's still Cove who lead that one. We're back underway in Livingston. It looks like Motherwell have gone to a back four. They started with a three, so to try and get themselves back into it, a reshuffle in that one. Still goalless in our featured championship match between Hamilton and Kilmarnock as well. Anthony Ralston getting to the byline again. This time the touch is heavy and he can't quite keep it in. <laughs> And look at his facial expression Yeah it was actually a good play Because see when you've got a packed defence Willow's actually applauding him there As a former fullback. You know the little give and go Unfortunately his touch was just a little bit heavy Right Hugh are you ready? Yes The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games I have played alongside Shane Duffy Charlie Mulgrew Anthony Stokes And Joe Lewis I've been managed by Tony Mowbray Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer And Graham Alexander I've won three Major domestic cups in Scotland But of my Seven international caps Only one Was in a competitive Qualifying match Who am I? Well I played alongside Shane Duffy Charlie Mulgrew Anthony Stokes and Joe Lewis have been managed by Tony Mowbray Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer and Graham Alexander I've won three major domestic cups in Scotland but of my seven international caps only one was in a competitive qualifying match who am I? OK who am I? send it over quickly to at Clyde SSB you can also see the question there if you want to see it written down because if you can remember all of that you're better than me uh, let's give you one of these Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com I've told you, we, we exist to improve people's lives That I think that's what Motherwell Football Club have as their strapline on Twitter, Hugh But we, we can adopt that Tony Watt yeah. comes in here the other night He was left out of the starting 11 in the last couple of games He came straight from a bounce game, Alex Ray yes. He was stinking, he had it in a shower He was sweating <laughs> He'd bust a gut to get here And he's equalised for Motherwell this afternoon Livy won, Motherwell won And I genuinely think the confidence comes from a 7-1 victory on Beat the Pundit yeah. He came down. He was. That's he was incredible. The shoulders. The shoulders were slumped. He was. You know. He'd been left out the last couple. Maybe not enjoying <sighs> himself. He comes in here, wins seven one. It beat the pundit. Yeah. Seven feet tall, walking out and scores the equaliser. We're talking today. about Ralston in confidence and performance. Well, we'll Look at Tony Watt. We're going to listen. A, 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 a win is a win. How many times have we heard that, Hugh? A win's yeah. a win. And oh, is this because you won one 0 <laughs> on Monday night? No, yeah, this a is going to yeah. win. There was a, a, an interesting exchange from between Andy Haldy and Tony Watt um, on Wednesday night because they're not, as far as I know, they've well, they've certainly never been on the show together or anything like that. So Tony won seven one, and Andy said. Uh, yeah I'm impressed he says because you know you hear stuff about Tony not being the, the sharpest tool in the shed or something along those lines <laughs> just got the baseball bat out and whacked him with him. Um, I'm sure it was all taken yeah. and, and, uh, and he, so, he proved a few was people was that his first wrong. time Gordon that he actually participated uh, yeah he's, been, he's done the show before but I think that was the first beat the pun oh, performance so now people will no longer say Tony Watt he scored against Barcelona exactly, at Celtic Park they will now say Tony Watt remember the goal at Livy that day no no I, th I thought I you were going to say the same one at the pundit you set no. that up 
No, Alec, right, anyway, last we'll... night I had a five all on Beat the Pundit against, And you lost the playoff I'm not uh, interested in losses, Sean It's only once uh, But they, they lined me up against some he was good quiz guy. king uh, To be nah, honest with you, I thought really the questions good. were favourable Unlike Monday night I disagree The first one, where did Rangers sign Leon Balogun from? And the guy, Wigan, straight away He was a Motherwell fan as well yeah. He got it very quick um, Did you have got that? No nah, Come on, Willow but he didn't know that <laughs> Tony Mowbray had succeeded Gordon Strachan I um, He phoned in to try and have a pop at Mark Reynolds Because they were friends Mark yes. Reynolds was on the show last, last night last But night. it ended up The coin fell for Hugh Keevans mm. um, I, heard, I heard Mark was a couple of minutes late We need to do something about these road ones no, The end of the road because I, Hold on I was nearly late Now I, It's not that I'm all about my own self-importance here But I, I, I don't know how, I don't really know what would, I don't really know what would happen at the start um, Maybe just go silent for a little bit And then Hugh could pick up If there's one man who could handle it It yeah. would be Hugh Keevans I'd There's, there's no doubt about that the show he was late but <laughs> How would you open it? <laughs> yesterday was the worst Half past five Oh that's tight For a six yeah. o'clock start That might not seem like a lot But bear in mind That I used to come in here at like four o'clock Or at half past five yesterday like I a would car park the roads I would open the show with these words you may think I'm a specky tube, but I'm in charge. <laughs> That's a hook line right away. Can you yeah. just be switching off? Go on your tiptoes, peer over the side of the desk. Can I you see, imagine see you in charge of all these flashing buttons and faders? And I was going to say in charge of the knobs, but I think the buttons <laughs> oh, and faders is enough. I don't think enough. you could handle uh, that. Alec, <laughs> I get, I get a message from a telephone company offering me an upgrade on the Nokia. I mean, as if you could upgrade the Nokia And it's some flip phone or something Yeah, They're, they're making a comeback Anyway, I've told them to go away <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got a phone call as well from, from my provider Saying you're due an upgrade I might pop in the and Nokia. see get, get, Ask for the key well, I've, special I've told you, is it the 810? If they brought that back out I would give up the iPhone for that old Nokia I have to admit It's, it's not that I don't love you two On a Saturday afternoon, right? But we've gone from one extreme to the other here You can't Get yourself on the teaser when 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 you are one of the answers, and um, oh wait a minute, Mark, wait a minute. Mark, Mark Reynolds last night dropped in. Did you hear it? He said, "Yeah, I've I've just I've completed a degree in um, what mechanical was it? Engineering. Mechanical engineering. So I might just get into that when I finish football. Really? <laughs> so he said, "Oh, that's good going." But th- listen, to, to that's be an fair, impressive standard. To be fair, me and you can do that. <laughs> Easy. All day long. Callum, can we please do this? Can we enroll Wilson, DL, and Ray on some sort of difficult uni course? <laughs> see, how see, how see how it pans out. Yeah. I would love That's that. Fun, yeah. huh? I have to say though year course. Year course. I, d- I didn't say this on air Because pff, let's be honest I, didn't, I wanted the guy's head to fit out the studio But Mark Reynolds and I are from a similar part of the world yeah. We're a similar age, he's a couple of years older it, it was sort of local legend If you like, when, when we were teenagers That this guy got five A's in his hires But he's chosen oh, to be a right. footballer yeah, yeah. He's one of them He could have done whatever he wanted But he's, he's going to play for Mother So he's that very sort smart yeah. He pretty switched yeah, on By the way there's good you money know. In the old engineering game I'll as well bet, I'll bet Not smart enough to get here on time Right enough For <laughs> Super <laughs> Scoreboard yeah. So you know yeah. Life skills and all that uni. No they do yeah. not Joe Hart watch. After 55 minutes Joe Hart's been asked to do something Touched the ball Yeah. Came, came out And uh, palmed away A St Mirren free kick So we're getting uh, Four minutes away from the The fabled One hour when managers tend to make changes, I'd be astonished yeah. if Ange Postacoglu doesn't change this now. Inverness one air nil. Sean McGinty's own goal. Jim Duffy, our own Jim Duffy, on the coaching oh. staff there, of course, the assistant now to David Hopkins. He won't have taken that well. I can't mm. imagine. He was giving his little nuggets about 
what life is like going from a manager to an assistant. Jim's been his own yeah. manager for a while now, and you can just imagine him. He says that he has to just bite his tongue a little bit more. He only speaks when he's when he's required, when he's invited yes. to have his say. I and for a man imagine, like Jim, yeah. he's no shrinking violet. I can well, imagine him just standing there. But Got the pressure must lift off your shoulders as well. True. Yeah. But the thing is, it's funny because I was watching the wee man playing football today. It was a first league game with points. Ooh. And I have to say Some of the parents at What the t- were they playing for Before? No it was just like Friendlies uh, oh, right. Seven aside and things And now what they've gone to Is a, an actual league right. uh, And they lost 5-1 And uh, some of the parents Beside me Were more nervous And I found myself Getting a wee bit irate With the referee Oh so you're not allowed to do that Let them play That's I'm, the I'm trying, is, that not trying. The, is that not the mission statement From the Scottish the 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 I don't think you should go back Let I them play you're the, the type of character <laughs> Come on oh. We have to be better than that Nearly a hat trick I, I was very reserved. Sorry, Hugh. I was very, I was very reserved. But you're right. He's just dragged one past the post. Yeah, all night was uh, scrambling. But if you give this guy time at the edge of the box, because he gets so much technique, he can go to the far post. He can go to the near post. He can go with power. I, we, th- I actually think he'll be disappointed. Turnbull. Well, I think he's do you that think he's good. Give him the eyes. Yeah, of course. But I think he's that good, and he's about. 19, 20 yards out Opens up He from, loves that distance He doesn't loves he? that And he, he more often not Hits the target Are we going to get A hat-trick from him Or Abada today yes. Or will they both Get the old hook before I think Abada will get The hook on the hour Mark as you said Turnbull might as well I, though Possibly I'm going for Turnbull hat-trick Really? Yeah Kelty 1 Edinburgh City 0 Continuing their good start To the season For Kevin Thompson Side Jamie Burjonas Rangers fans will know the name He has scored in Falkirk Or 1-up on Clyde Paul Dixon yeah, well, Kelly against Edinburgh, that's an interesting one because two teams over the years who have ploughed plenty of investment Edinburgh, in Mark, is that right? Edinburgh, yeah, Edinburgh over the years, and they've is been yeah, they've been trying to put in a, a structure that you know the director of football role down to the head coach, and it all looks very good. But then Kelly Hearts just come up, and you know they outdo them. Cove were exactly the same, but Kelly's certainly going the right way, and Kevin Thompson doing a good job there. I'm just looking at the at the footage, uh, Gordon, because it looks as if is that a badder? Yeah. It's down. Uh, yeah. Erhon uh, is arguing his case with Willie Collum. I'd like to see that one again. Uh, well, Queens but, Park, sorry, just quickly, Hugh. Queens Park have taken the lead against Dalawa. Simon Murray. Um, much in that for you, Mark Wilson? Does Erhon trip a badder? Yeah, he trips him, but I don't think there's much in it. A badder just tries to run off him. Trips. Erhon trips him. No, nothing sinister. We've got one of these in our featured championship game. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Kilmarnock have taken the lead at Hamilton. It's Hamilton nil. Kilmarnock one. It's Scott Robinson, Hornstrup with the cross, Robinson with the finish, and Kelly are in front. Uh, Stuart Taylor's not in the dugout today. Uh, Guillaume oh. Boozlin is instead, but the new Aki's manager with work to do. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, also. I hate to put it to you, but I, at the moment my ACA is up. Oh dear, we know, that's that's not good yeah, news. Yeah, no, I, I, I was actually going to go with him, but um, I think the one that I'm uh, motherwell was the the shout that I changed, a late change because well, I was actually I put a bit of meat on those bones, remember? And it's it's looking good at the minute. What do you mean it's looking good? You went for Livy. No, went no, motherwell. I went motherwell on both to score in that right, game, okay. and it's sitting one-one. It's not looking that good, then, is it? Oh, well, poised. Well, it's poised, okay. Finally poised, but Kelly uh, Hugh, it. remind us of your teaser, please. Okay, I have played alongside Shane Duffy, Charlie McGrew, Anthony Stokes, and Joe Lewis. I have been managed by Tony Mowbray, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, and Graham Alexander. I've won three major domestic cups in Scotland, but 
of my seven international caps, only one was in a competitive qualifying match. Who am I? Is it one of today's goal scorers, Tony Watt? It is not. Okay, we scooch and <laughs> Moif and various others are going to be disappointed. Paul Taylor says, is it Anton Rogan? When would Rogie have been managed by Oli Gunnar Solskjaer? <laughs> Katie Sturgeon says, is it Danny Fox? Oh, no. Was he there at your time at Celtic, Mark? Danny yes. Fox? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, Robert McIntosh has gone for Kevin McNaughton. Mark Wilson's got it. <laughs> Rory Morrison has gone for Craig Beatty You will not believe no, us yes. Have a look at that And Peter has gone for Effie Ambrose Effie Ambrose Now The idea of Effie being managed by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Is appealing But it's not him I'm impressed Mark I, Wilson I tell you what, I, I think that's impressed. the best one I've ever got the I'm greatest one impressed. Yeah. That was another opportunity For uh, Kyogo there Gone the ball Come flashing across the face He just doesn't get a connection And St Mirren managed to Clear the lines Yeah it, does it have a bit of a feel, Mark, that, that the game is over or is it taking on a similar theme to the first half? How would you describe it? Yeah, pretty similar. Celtic, yeah, of course, having plenty of possession round the St Mirren box, plenty of crosses. Oh, and hold on. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. The way to guarantee goals is you lot just start talking. It's 5 0 to Celtic and it is Odson Edward who's got in on the act Celtic's top scorer last season in fact the Scottish Premiership's top scorer last season and he has got in on the act today so it's two for Abada two for Turnbull and Odson Edward makes it five now if you don't change personnel now whenever will you change personnel? Um, so it's a cross from Greg Taylor is it down the left hand side yeah. first shot is blocked it comes back to Edward and he finishes it off gets a bit fortunate uh, with the first finish comes off I think maybe Sean he drops him puts it in the back of the net but when you look at that score sheet it looks good you know you, you get your top players at the top end of the pitch scoring goals Edward I think much needed you know he's been in and out of the side question marks will always remain about his future but Celtic need him when he's on the pitch to score goals and he'll be delighted to get one. Yeah, Kyogo with an assist down the left-hand side. A lovely cut back to oh, it's Kyogo, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed it was Taylor because of where it was on the pitch. Yeah, uh, listen, he's absolutely right. He got a little bit fortunate there. But listen, he's, Sean, he's already committed. He's going to ground and he just slots the ball home from six yards. Yeah, you'd think it, it you know, Postacoglu, 62 minutes, 5 now. you think... We'll bring three some of the now. guys on That's my prediction Willow Three in the bounds I'm interested about Uragiri Who's sat on the bench Since he's come in And we've seen Very very little Of him if any And you just think These are probably The opportunities Have you brought a new player Into the fold You know Give him Give him a chance Give him You know The remaining 30 minutes Montgomery I'd like to see him Another product To the youth academy Come on And It's going to be a a tough night the, on Thursday night so these guys the other side of the coin Mark is that the longer you leave him on the park possibility of an injury or two yeah yeah but you can get injuries in training that as well Hugh but I, I agree I think this uh, this is a perfect opportunity to give the fringe players give the, the main players a bit of respite uh, rest the legs and as you rightly said I would imagine AZ would control a bit of possession over there you know oh, Celtic yeah. don't have to compete with that on a regular basis domestically so for me get them off now very comfortable afternoon for Celtic It's had its fair share of talking points as well St Mirren have been down to 10 men for a long old time But as we've seen that doesn't always swing things in your favour Sometimes it can be uh, frustrating But it certainly hasn't stopped Celtic in any way 5-0 to the good And I gave him the big build up at 2 o'clock 
the big build-up. It's raining outside, but the man from the land of the rising sun. Five goals for Celtic, and he hasn't. Six, Jock? He's got six? No, no five no, today. Five oh, today, sorry, yep. And not a sausage for Furuhashi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he has had uh, so far probably miss of the season at the back post. So it, he's getting it, opportunities. He had that chance there. Alex watching him the other night in the flesh and much of the Celtic side, but particularly him as a front man and and the one at the top of the point. His movement is tremendous. Always looking to move, and he's playing a slightly different role today. Of course, he's he's playing off the left, so that contributes to it. But he plays the crowd as well. He's exciting. And uh, he's oh, been just what Celtic needed. What a chance uh, again for Celtic! Just to, uh, just needed that wee bit of finesse with the final pass from Edward there, but he gets it all wrong. Yeah, he had two players in the overload on the right hand side there, and he just undercooks it, allows the St Mirren defender to intercept. That was a perfect chance to go on and get another goal yeah, there. Yeah. That was a shocking pass. <laughs> he's a hard man to please. Exactly. Only five nil up with sixty five on the clock, but we would expect to see some changes from Celtic imminently. Um, our both have taken the lead against Partick Thistle The Jags started the season very well Added the likes of Jake Hasty to the ranks He's not featuring today though But our both You can just never write off that Campbell oh, no, side no, no. here Never uh, St Johnston the, the, the Betfred Cup holders Now known as the Premier Sports Cup uh, They lived dangerously at Gayfield last weekend All the way to penalty kicks But got there in the end I'd love to have Seen the look in Dick's face at the end of that one. <laughs> what a face. No other goals going in at the moment, I have to say. Uh, Celtic still very comfortable. Livy Motherwell is poised, and Kelly have the lead in Hamilton in our featured championship match. Roger Hanna is keeping a close oh. eye on that one. Edward's gone very close for Celtic. It, it, I think it's a safe, Gordon. I think he's actually tipped that round the post. Do you think so, Mark? Mm, not sure, but much. Much more like Edward that we've seen in previous years. You know, he did did look a bit a wee bit lackluster over the last couple oh. of weeks as a change is about to. Can you believe this, Tommy? Your teaser is out of date already. Your first half teaser is out of. Oh no, it's not because it's the same team. Sean Kelly is up against his brother Liam Kelly. There we go. Forget it. Scrap the last five seconds of the show <laughs> But it's still a nice piece of trivia Sean Kelly has come on for Livy And his brother Liam is the Motherwell goalkeeper Now, here's one we'll have to put out there Because we have had brothers playing against each other The yes. McGinn's most famously of, of late Has anyone ever scored into their brother in Scottish football? Surely McAdam. not Oh, you're talking about a goalkeeper? Adam, I was, yeah. I was uh, Tam McAdam and who was the other one? Colin. Colin. Charlie Adams' brother Grant was yeah. it? Yes, a goalie. Was a yes. Goalie. Yeah. There's one out there. Statos, come on, put me out of my misery. Has anyone ever scored against their brother in Scottish football? Hmm. And and if so, they must celebrate in their face oh, like you said. Absolutely. In the back Oh yeah. I'm always, I'm always going against your Derek of the fives. Falkirk two, Clyde nil, Callum Morrison with the penalty. Just had it signed the new contract I think at Falkirk Stranraer Sterling Albion 3 Ross McGeeky uh, With the goal there uh, Talk us through those subs For Celtic Tommy Rogic Comes on I like how but, you've adopted Tommy yeah, Tommy, yeah, yeah. Tommy. If, if that's what the manager calls him Then Kyogo that's what off And uh, Soro Soro on For uh, McGregor Callum McGregor off as well Yeah I think it's the right decision Kyogo we, We're going to keep making A lot of this Because he is so far Into his season And 
what he's given you just now, he's given his all, and you don't want that to burn out. So I guess Postacoglu is going to have to manage that as best he can. So right decision, and McGregor, you're going to need him to cover a lot of ground on Thursday night. A good chance for Sorrow. Uh, we have got one of these in the championship. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Kilmarnock have doubled their advantage at Hamilton and so has Scott Robinson his personal count stands at two as well Polworth with the pass Robinson with the finish two guys who were playing in the Premiership last season and they've combined to good effect to make it 2-0 to Kilmarnock as Anthony Ralston has one tipped away Stenhouse Muir one up on Cowden Beath are both 3-1 up on Partick Thistle Nicky Lowe there um, but Hugh the Stuart Taylor era he's not in the dugout today but it certainly is not going to get off to a winning start at the moment. Well, you know, Brian Rice left. It sent shockwaves through Hamilton uh, because he had done a terrific job for them. Uh, we're now in that transition period. It's awkward, but Tommy Wright, consistent with Kilmarnock. Uh, and here's to you, Scott Robinson. The ACA is definitely on its way here. I'm, I'm right in all three counts. I take it you're aware of the excellent work of old firm facts on Twitter on yes, Twitter, Twitter. On Twitter. Um, he's just tweeted right, you'll have seen this before um, and he's taken a sort of screenshot of our tweet about Alan Power being sent <laughs> off and Hughie's quite right to point out that that's both St Mirren and Wraith Rovers who've had a power shortage this ah, weekend very, <laughs> good. Very, good. Yeah. very good can't argue with that you know I was watching that last night Gordon 12 minutes in 13 minutes in and the next minute he's called them over to the, the well, sideline do you know what we need to get to the bottom of because we obviously had some technical difficulties there at Celtic Park. Dazzler was giving it big licks on Thursday, saying he was going to go to the game. He was saying on Tuesday and Thursday show that he was going to go as a Wraith Rovers legend. Yes. He was going to go to the game, the big Fife Derby. I genuinely can't think of anything that would make me happier than the thought of him going to Kirkcaldy for the game to be called off. Well, you know what's interesting? He, he won't have gone, did, will he? He told me a story the last time he went to oh, Wraith. Can you, can you tell this on a family show? Yeah, this is right, okay. this is safe. That he was looking to plug his equipment in. This is true. Park. This is true. <laughs> and he unplugged. I hope he can't hear us. He unplugged a full other station mm-hmm. and took to as them in all like, there. As in the the other big the other station, big like station, yeah. The, the national broadcaster. <laughs> and he, and he took, he took Have you ever heard this, you? No. It's not only you that struggles with technology. <laughs> it's a brilliant story. Uh, he was what he was once sent to cover a game at Starks Park. Now you think he would know his way around. Um he managed to find it just about. And he did he he pulled out the wrong cable in the press box. Now the national broadcaster, yeah. as we will call them, their entire show was coming live from Starks Park. So they didn't have the luxury of, you know, crossing back to a studio like this. Their entire show was coming from Starks Park. And he pulled the plug So the, their full show <laughs> Went off Same. air Now For anyone else You could maybe Have accusations of You know a bit of sabotage But knowing him He's just daft Yeah of course So I could have had him last night With the floodlights He Imagine could have went to charge his phone And he's taken true. out the floodlights And the game's been abandoned I would not put it past him Oh a huge chance for Celtic oh, yes. To make it six It's What's his Tommy. name? Tommy Rog- Rogic And they should have done better actually yeah. was that, Is that a good save from uh, Anik? I have to say it's a good save But you're expecting Rogic Busting to score back it. Yes I Busting have to say it's it. good play by Edward Because he rolls the defender 30 yards from goals Puts it on a plate And that was an opportunity for Tommy To make it six but I've, got, I've got another one Sorry Will I've got yeah. another one for you Because on that theme uh, You ready Shug? You might have been at this game uh-huh. Tam Callahan, Old Tid Yeah right? I know him well yeah. Scored for Celtic against Dunfermline Whose brother 
Willie played for them in 1968 Correct There you go Okay, right, we're getting there and That was young Sam Callahan who said that again Young Ted We're getting there <laughs> Young Ted, yep yeah. Oh no Here's the Here's the um, My question I don't know if I've jinxed this Sean Kelly's now injured After oh, a collision with his days. With his own goalkeeper um, I think the ref Mullow had a, a loose ball Wanted to play on The referee stopped the game Kelly's still down uh, We need him We need him to score against His brother We need to, we need to find out yeah. If that's ever happened before Well speaking of brothers Because I remember When the Caddens Came up against each other Nicky oh. at Livingston And Chris yes. at Motherwell At the time Well Nicky Cadden Has got a hat trick today For mm. Forest Green Down south Peter Headnell Airdrie 2 Reese McCabe with his second This one from the penalty spot Good to see he's taking on some of my advice. Yeah, Alex. some of your coaches yeah, clearly saying you need more, yeah. more goals in your mm. game, Reese. What is the breaking there. score? They were one 0 down to Fraserburgh or something were last they? time I checked. But can, can I, I ask a question? Where, where are now. they in the divisions? Anyone? Are you keeping that? They have started. Okay, yeah, I think yeah, started well. Yeah, could say founder level. That's not for me to say. I've seen some people yeah. tweet that at Mark Wilson when they when they came in. It's still it's still one. Are you smiling because of the cash out or certainly not that? Oh well. He's got a confidentiality clause It happens at all the big clubs yeah, yeah. Just right, you wait yeah. When Pep leaves City When Jürgen leaves yes, Liverpool yes, it It's similar, yeah, yeah, it's similar. Yeah. Can't say too Keeps much them. This is now Officially the most one-sided match Ever uh, At Celtic Park uh, Tom Tommy Rogic Thought he was playing on Bondi Beach there We just uh, Made a mess of that Great chance created for him By Odson Edward But it is Simply Celtic 100% procession Ryan Christie's got the armband on Mark Wilson Because yeah, Callum McGregor Callum McGregor's uh-huh. gone off No, I was the old mm. Listen, you you're captain so? Celtic Sign the contract Wow Is yeah, there a bit of I method mean, there Or is he just the obvious come choice? Come on, who else, Mark, well, who else would it be? Who else would it be? Uh, well, let me uh, have a look yeah, There's not many There's not many mm. takers eh? Edward Young Welsh No I, I don't know Tell us about international so is Ryan Christie Yeah he's, he's here for a while uh, Sean Kelly appears to be okay Good My dream Well I was going to call it My dream of him scoring Against his brother But I can't go that far Can yeah, I That's weird see Motherwell concede But um, for, for um, trivia purposes I've still not had anyone Tweet me Unless producer Callum Can identify it Has anyone ever scored Into their brother In Scottish football mm. There cannot be many There, can, there Charlie, cannot be many Surely not Charlie Adam Not came out no, nah, maybe. I don't Came against so. his no, younger brother. No, no, no was no, that no, no. too much of an age gap? There was a gap there, and then I think Charlie went down south, so yeah. I don't think that was a crossover. Mm. Could be wrong. Joe Hart getting another touch of the ball there. I mean, he must have envisaged when he came to Celtic there may be games like this, but games like uh, Wednesday night, where he was asked to make saves, you can see a marked difference in the confidence level with that Celtic back four, knowing that they've got a goalkeeper who actually can make saves. Now, you know, in terms of not diving in and allowing people to maybe take shots from wider areas, knowing full well the goalkeeper's going to save it. It was such a huge position for Celtic to fill and it looks like it's been mm. a good signing at the minute. I mean, there there will be analysis speak, statistics speak that backs this up, but I don't want to fry Hugh Keevan's head too much. But this will be it would have been the first time in a while, you'd imagine, where... Celtic conceded fewer goals than they should have if that makes sense where it used yeah. to be the other way around it used yeah. to be you know for last season it seemed like any shot on target would go in um, but yeah. they were actually high they were high quality chances that, that Altmar had the other night and, and Joe Hart played his part yeah. in them they were particularly the first one the, the, one the save feet. with his feet was oh. incredible and that's such an important point time, in time the game, game because they go yeah. one down 
And you know Who knows how the game can go So Your goalkeeper Is as important mm. As your 20, 25 million pound striker Although they score the goals He's the one that keeps The clean sheets Or or Marshall's at back four And I think you can see him doing that You can see him talking to them I mean JC's on Twitter Saying that James Forrest Scored against his brother In the cup I'm sure Maybe I'm being greedy I'm looking for a goalie Goal I mean yeah, specifically Scored into the goal That the, the brother was Tending um, But I'm probably I'm being greedy I can't imagine that has happened But I, I love to be Proven wrong That would be great If we could stumble across One of them uh, The open line will be here At five o'clock by the way Pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind If your team is in action today It should be pretty simple Because you'll either be happy Or you'll be upset Or you'll be somewhere in the middle At the performance So you can let us know And you'll also look ahead To tomorrow's games as well Four massive games Dundee Hibs on the telly At 12 o'clock Hearts Aberdeen Ross County Rangers And St Johnson Dundee United Yeah I'm looking forward to tomorrow Gone and uh, you know There's some good games I've said to Mark During the first break we had It'll be interesting to see How the other ones If they can get to Europe How they can you know, going back and forth to European ties away from home, getting back late, and because obviously they've got the same squad as Rangers and Celtic. So, I really like to see all four teams. Five teams, is it? Five teams get there. Um, start of a. Well, it's down to four now. Four. Hibs are out. Yeah, Hibs out. Yeah, um, four. Start of a big week for Rangers, and I'm sure we'll get on to this yes. in the open line, Alex. But when you look at Dingwall, Armenia, and then the visit of Celtic, it's a big week. Yeah, yeah, without doubt, Gordon, and uh, it starts, and you have to take each game in isolation because if you get the three points tomorrow, all of a sudden it's three games, and then you have to go and negotiate with very hot conditions over in Armenia, and then listen, the old firm game will take care of itself. Listen, mm. it's the first one of the season as well. I'm sure Mark, being in that mm-hmm. dressing room, would always be, let's get the first one under the belt because it sets you up nicely for the rest of the season. It kind. The problem is though, it, it yeah, we always say it takes care of itself, but. Remember a couple of seasons ago Rangers played Ufa in, in Russia and they had nine men and then they had to come back and I think Andy said the other night that it it was difficult, it was draining, and you've said previously as well that travelling back. So on on one hand that you keep hearing this that the game takes care of itself, but having to go and do something yeah. in Armenia a couple of nights before could be well it's not ideal is it that's no we'll listen, leave it God that. it's not ideal but I think a lot of it will depend on what you exert into the game as well you know if you go to certain a possession based team and you're chasing the ball then you're you know you're chasing yeah. bad conditions so if they can get a couple of goals early doors they can then manage the game out but you've still got to contend with the travelling Gordon uh, Nicky Devlin the Livy skipper has blazed over at the back post a big chance started his career at Motherwell of course couldn't put his former club to the sword there Hugh Keevans yeah, well, um, as I say, I, I'm from purely personal reasons. I want the actor to come up so that you. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. <laughs> uh, we, we must bring it back to the top priority, my actor. Speaking of trying to get bragging rights, give us your question again, and I'll do some wrong answers if you don't mind. I well have, done. I have played alongside Shane Duffy, Charlie Mulgrew, Anthony Stokes, and Joe Lewis. I have been managed by Tony Mowbray, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, and Graham Alexander. I have won three. Major domestic cups in Scotland But of my seven international caps Only one was in a competitive qualifying match Who Good question I? Very good question this Is there many, very, go- is there many got tough. it Gordon? But Mark Rosen's got uh, it Yeah if you've got uh, it Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. our listeners are no, no, top drawer listen, Lewis thinks it might be Gary Hooper No 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 um, I can see Gordon and others getting right Jordan's gone for Callum Patterson Nope Andy Mick has gone for Thomas Ronya. Not Tommy. Fraser Campbell's gone Darren D. No. Ruben has gone for Declan John. 
No Okay keep your guesses coming in At Clyde SSB A couple as well Lewis and KPJ Are gone for Glenn Leuvens I wonder what's making Multiple people think It's Glenn Leuvens mm. Well he did play Yeah played for Cardiff, Cardiff. Was that at the same time As Solskjaer mm, Maybe Don't know Oli Gunnar Solskjaer There we go He was the manager of course Of Molda When Celtic played them In the Europa League Remember that Hugh oh, yeah. The infamous night where Chris Commons had a, a yeah. mild huff Shall we call it At Ronnie, Ronnie Dyla. Dyla. Yeah. And um, We As a travelling press pack If you like Went over I think the flight was delayed So we missed Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's press conference uh-huh. And he agreed To just come back to the stadium Especially to talk to us couldn't have been nicer. Um, just, just, the, just, exactly. Stuff like that would happen yeah. here all the time, wouldn't it? Uh, no, maybe. Nah, probably not. Uh, right. Well, I could think they unveiled a statue of uh, Jim McLean outside Tandice yesterday. Hold that thought, please. Oh. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Livingston 1, Motherwell 2 And it's Liam Grimshaw He's been out for so long Speaking in the press You had glandular fever Didn't know when he was going to come back Has had a long time out of the team A real tough time Pitched in last week Back in again today And in fact I think that's his first ever goal for Motherwell Liam Grimshaw It certainly doesn't score many He scored today And it could be an important one 79 gone Livingston 1, Motherwell 2 Destroyed the Aka So the first chance I get In the marks out of 10 for players He gets a 3 <laughs> well, the good thing about it is I've actually now got the hacker up So Can we forget good. about you three for a minute And actually focus on what this means the For football picture. clubs and the league yeah, table And big managers result, and big players for Motherwell. It, Well it's not yet a result It's not a scoreline But uh, if it turns into a result It's a big one for Motherwell. Having started the, a, a goal down The pressure mounting And every cliche you can think of But if they come out of there with mm. three points It's a big day For Graham Alexander yeah, Tony Watt had a hand In this one as well It was his shot saved Grimshaw on the rebound And David Friel You can have this one For your match report It is his first ever goal In Claret and Amber he's a, he's a bit of a fan's favourite Because he just Runs his socks off And he can endears himself To the fans a bit So they will enjoy that one Is that Odson Edward Gone no, off? Number 22 went up Gordon Yes <laughs> Odson mm-hmm. I remember I know where this is going Well the, the, listen he's been, he's been excellent He's been a uh, Involved in a lot of things He just lay uh, a ball off to Turnbull there They just squirmed wide as well So mm. I can't remember a midfielder Having so many shots We must be around about double figures For Turnbull to edge of the This box. is where Mark We have to make sure That the conversation Doesn't become selective On this one right Because at some point And it might be next week Or the weekend after Odson Edward might have A poor game again But we can't keep Throwing that generalisation out Because they're at home To St Mirren today Celtic are absolutely cruising Seafords and Edward Really did want to down tools He could easily have done it today It's yeah. the type of game he, yeah. he could have just drifted through But he put in a shift he, yeah. And and he scored It wasn't just about the goal So Maybe let's Let's think a bit longer Before the next time He has a bad game Everyone just goes Ah they are Because he wants away Yeah of course He played his part today I thought he was excellent actually. Hold on Hold on Hold on Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com it's a David Turnbull hat trick. Celtic six, <laughs> Saint Mirren nil. Eighty. It's not about it's you, Mark Wilson. David Turnbull's just scored his first Celtic hat trick, and you're trying to take credit. Well, yeah. he did say it. He said that. But he he did score. I think it's it, a bit more fair. about him. Yeah, no, is the point I'm trying to make? That's what we're here for. Well done, Willow. Hugh even six nil. David Turnbull. What a story. Well, yeah, um, and he's deserved it. He has been sensational. That's a close in stab under the body of uh, Jack Anik. Uh, Ange Postacoglu delighted shaking hands with all his backroom staff there 
Uh, for Turnbull, as I say, the best player at Celtic Park last season in an awful season for Celtic. He started slowly this season and fans wondered what had gone wrong. Well, the answer is nothing has gone wrong. Uh, and he is now showing why Celtic waited for him to recover from serious injury uh, and why they paid so much money for him. It's a brilliant run, Gordon. This is a brilliant run because he actually goes beyond this time and it's a lovely through ball here. I think it was Tom Rogic who plays it through his legs. Timing of the run only comes out and he just dinks it over him. Everything about the goal is yeah. brilliant because a Yeti who's just come on and who could perhaps take the huff of getting nine minutes, he hunts down the defender, he barges him <laughs> off the ball, gives it to Rogic. It's a great pass, but Alex is right. Turnbull's desire to get beyond. in the box and go beyond he thoroughly deserves that he probably could have had more but it's a day he will remember for a long time see, see, see on the, the opposite side of that because we've obviously kind of marvelled about the actual quality of the goal see if you're the St Mirren uh, manager there and you've got Ayeti bullying you off you know the desire we spoke about with Tanzer yeah. earlier on surely you've got to be a lot more aggressive in that situation Mark perhaps yeah, you know but I mean Ayeti's done well he is a strong individual I take your point but See if I, mean, I was you Would you be disappointed About you getting bullied After the, the, of the course, ball Of course Of course But I wouldn't happen <laughs> Exactly The one I'll, thing about Yeti Carry um, on here the, the, One of the characteristics Of Ange Postacoglu's time At Celtic Has been he's, he's made players better The outstanding example Being Anthony Ralston Now If he can get a tune Out of Yeti, Who has Spent a year Doing nothing At Celtic uh, he, he seemed glad to be involved in the the makeup of the goal there. He's a Swiss international. He, he's you know he, he cost money. Somebody must have seen something in him. So if Postecoglou can get a tune out of Ayeti in the weeks and months to come, then that will be another major feather in his cap. Smiler Sorrow tends to be a bit lively in the challenge. He's very keen at times, and yeah. uh, he's gone into the book for Celtic this afternoon. Indiscipline is the word you're looking for. Um, yeah, well, that's another word for it. Um, Alex Ray, midfielders who score goals yes, at, I love them. at any level of football. How, how important is that? We always talk about you know numbers and, and yeah. David Turnbull is. If I'm, I've, I've crunched the numbers quite quickly, so forgive me if I'm a bit off. But I think over his career, he has got a considerably better ratio than one in three. Now, for a central yeah. midfield player, there are some strikers out there who'll have that ratio. He's yeah. not played actually that many games. David Turnbull's not played that many games due to his injury um, but he's already got 31 career goals yeah it's remarkable uh, he obviously got a really good seat what did he 14 or 15 with Motherwell in his maiden season uh, Gordon this is a guy middle to front now you say he's a central midfielder I think he's got a wee bit more to be the all rounded one but middle to front he's always looking to pull the trigger he's always looking to pick a pass and I think at this level but I've just seen the sorrow uh, one again Mark Yeah. now We've seen power earlier on. Is there much of a difference, Mark, <laughs> at the pace and the tempo that he's flying into that tackle there? Flies in. I think the one thing that's different is I the, the he, St Mirren defender doesn't... He's so really far away, yeah. isn't he, that he, he's perhaps fortunate. But yeah. what I will say again, he's totally indisciplined. He's good for a booking every time he plays. And I don't know how you... you know, some managers say, well, I can't take that out of his game. Well, somebody should take it out of his game or temper it a bit because TJ and EK says that Bob Latchford of Everton once scored against his brother Dave, who was in goals for Birmingham. If that's as close as we can get, I think we need to just 
in the description. I was, and he could have made that up. Is anyone going to check that? <laughs> nah, really? I believe TJ. Oh, there'll be somebody out there. Bob and Dave Latchford. <laughs> yeah, oh, they will know. Bob Latchford, do you remember Bob? Uh, well, does he got a brother, Dave? Aye. Aye. <laughs> he's also got a brother, Peter, who played for Celtic. All right, okay, well. See, I'll this take is it the back. knowledge you're going to see. Well, see. You're, your combined ages are. <laughs> 250. Mean, aye, well over 100, so. Hugh, let's see what the knowledge was like out there on this. Right. The second half teaser. With Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I have played alongside Shane Duffy, Charlie Mulgrew, Anthony Stokes and Joe Lewis. I have been managed by Tony Mowbray, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer and Graham Alexander. I have won three major domestic cups in Scotland, but of my seven international caps, only one was in a competitive qualifying match. I am... Craig Conway Craig Conway Well done if you got it right Like Mark Wilson did But lots of you out there Were quicker than him So thank you for taking part Stephen Bell Well done to you Stephen You were in third place Jamie McNally uh, McAnally sorry In second place And the winner Of the second half teaser The Who Am I Was Scott Sweeney Well done to you Scott You know your Craig Conways Just like Mark Wilson Were you on Twitter earlier on? I think I had (laughs) you Looking at that phone there Certainly not I pieced the clues together What was the giveaway? Uh, I was trying to think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Who would have played Cardiff, uh, Cardiff And then Yeah Charlie Yeah, yeah. Uh, With Scotland And then yeah, yeah. Okay so yep. Well done Detective. Well done Not as daft as you look oh, thanks. Right. Uh, Celtic are 6-0 up But David Turnbull Hat-trick 2 for a badder 1 for Edward I think they might just win that one Hugh Keevans um, With yeah. a minute or so to go Motherwell 2-1 up on Livy Are we going to get Any late drama there And I think Kilmarnock Possibly out of sight For Hamilton as well 2 goals to the good in that one so in 15 minutes it really is over to you you must be fed up listening to us by this point on a Saturday afternoon so get involved and you can take over let us know what you've made of your team's performance today or what you're hoping that your team will do tomorrow we'll open the lines in 15 minutes you could even you could phone right now I suppose if you wanted give producer Callum something to do he's looking a bit idle in there 01419511025 so all of a sudden Livy remain bottom mm. of the table not a point from the first three games well, you Not did. yet not Steady Listen. Steady Grimshaw I'm telling you David Field 3 out of 10 For Grimshaw In your mark of 10 Ruined the Acre But for David Martindale Rightly applauded Last season uh, For all that he did Getting Livy to a cup final Etc etc But uh, Clearly a bit of Graft To be done now Because I think it would be A model win And that would be Three Games, no points for Libby. Well, the full time whistles are starting to go, and the first one is at Celtic Park. It's not often you only get one minute added on at the end of the 90. Let's speak to Alison and Gordon. Full time at Celtic Park. Celtic 6, St Mirren 0. Celtic East to victory over a St Mirren side who played the majority of the game with 10 men. It was Lee Labada who opened the scoring in the 17th minute. A mistake by Jack Annexon fire in to the top corner. It was just a minute later. Alan Power was sent off for a late challenge on David Turnbull. Then Abada struck again soon after heading in from Greg Taylor's cross. David Turnbull had a couple of chances before Curtis Main had the ball in for St Mirren but offside flag was up. Then David Turnbull made it 3-0 just before the half hour with a wonderful 20-yard strike. Kyogo Furuhashi missed a sitter before Odson Edward had a shot off the crossbar. Then David Turnbull scored another just before the break, knocking the ball in after Jack Anik had pammed the ball to him after denying Leal Abada. Celtic have won by six goals to nil. Yep. 
a hat trick for David Turnbull Hugh that is yeah. the headline the the next line down is Lila Bada who got two and um, it's Thank a clean sheet at the other end there's lots to get through and that's before we even scratch the surface of all the big talking points in terms well, of the controversy I was about to say then there will come the rouse uh, was it right for Alan Power to get a red card we are divided in the studio here so that means that the people out there will be divided um, was it right to disallow St Mirren's goal for offside no it was not it was a bad error and uh, Celtic compounded the error by going straight up the park and scoring a goal uh, so it's been a horrible day for Jack Anik in the St Mirren goal he's lost a couple uncharacteristically because he's a good goalkeeper but a great day for David Turnbull three goals so a day of mixed fortune at Celtic Park Let's dip into the championship because it's finished between Hamilton and Kilmarnock. Roger Hanna's been watching. Hamilton nil, Kilmarnock 2. Kelly at top of the championship table tonight, Gordon. After a third straight victory, Scott Robinson was at a double in the second half to give the visitors a deserved three points. Tommy Wright's men should have been ahead at the break, but they found the path to go finally in the second half and deserved their win against this Aki's side. New Aki's boy Stuart Taylor watched from the stand and he's leaving to go down the stairs with the boos of the home fans ringing in his ears. Back-to-back home defeats, no goals at home for Aki's in the league so far this season and another very disappointing performance. They could have been behind after just 55 seconds. Blair Alston, who was excellent in the Kilmarnock midfield, had a 20-yarder deflected just wide of Ryan Fulton's post at the expense of a corner. That really set the tone for much of this game. Three minutes, Rodney McKenzie's cut back, sparking chaos in the box. Fulton somehow managing to clear these lines. McKenzie again, a shot in the angle after 16 minutes, bringing another save from Fulton as Aki's were rocking. Two minutes later, Dylan McGowan was an ex-Kilmarnock player to threaten. He headed wide from Liam Polworth's deep cross. You just wonder if Kilmarnock were going to regret those misses, particularly four minutes before the break when Scott McMahon stepped forward and fired a left foot shot over the top of Zach Hemmings he started brighter Hamilton in the second half Lewis Smith had a cut back to James Lewis Spence he should have hit the target it was blocked away by the Kelly captain Ewan Murray four minutes later Stephen McGinn had the best chance of the match Chris Burks crossed from the right point blank head of him again and a terrific save for Fulton you did wonder at that stage if it was going to be one of those days for Kilmarnock but they took the lead just 60 seconds later a terrific move started by the skipper Murray ball down the inside left channel good control by Brandon Housefield a pinpoint cross and there was Robinson with a header past Fulton for 1-0 that became 2-0 10 minutes later again another smart move this time down the right hand side Burke found Polworth in the box he fed it on to Robinson who kept his composure he turned onto his right foot and guided a shot past Fulton and past a couple of Aki's defenders on the line for 2-0 Aki's huffed and puffed they sent on David Templeton and David Moyle but they couldn't get back into the game the best chance they had near the end Kieran McDonald heading over the bar from Josh Mullins free kick when he should have hit the target that was the story of Aki's day the story of Kelly's season looks very bright Hamilton nil, Kilmarnock 2 we are still waiting on the full time whistle between Livingston and Motherwell, you suspect it'll be a nervy finish for the Steelmen. They're 2-1 up. They've just sent on Dara O'Connor for Kane Woolery. Uh, if you know your Motherwell players, that's a centre-back on for a striker, which tends to be the way you do things when you're 2-1 up in the last minute. So they're trying to protect something there. Uh, we already heard there from Roger Hanna. Good win for Kilmarnock. Yeah, certainly. And I think they look overwhelming favourites. I think the squad that they compiled and they, you know, they kept some players, but... They look like they're going to be too strong for everyone in that championship And a, a good away win A lot of work to be done for Hamilton Ackies And that won't happen overnight um, But I'm sure Stuart Taylor has uh, 
has plans to go on the training ground on Monday morning and start putting his ideas across. But Kelly, looking good for that championship. Uh, remember, it's that Sean Kelly injury that's what's pushed us back a little bit at Livingston. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. You can start getting your calls in now if you want. We will properly open the lines and we'll get some calls on air after five o'clock, where we will look back on all the day's big talking points. Celtic fans, what did you make of that? Six goals for none conceded, a hat trick for David Turnbull. How does that set you up for what is a huge week ahead? St Mirren fans, you might feel a little bit aggrieved. What about the sending off to Alan Power? What about the goal that was certainly looks like it was wrongly disallowed? Whether that changes a 6-0 game or not, Hugh Keevans, I'm not entirely sure, but we will find out on the open line 01419511025. And this is me talking and talking and talking until we find out if we get a full-time whistle well, in Livingston. Let me talk above you. Uh, <laughs> six is a number for Celtic because it's the second time this season they have scored six goals at Celtic Park Dundee were on the receiving end Earlier in the month And now it's St Mirren's turn Six is also the number of games That Ange Postacoglu has gone now undefeated Now It's all about The Netherlands AZ Alkmaar Is 2 nothing enough for Celtic? Will they need to score there? I think they will certainly need to score there Alkmaar Were negligent in front of goal At Celtic Park on Wednesday I don't think that this tie is over yet Yeah, but a couple of clean sheets on the bounce for Celtic And that didn't happen an awful lot last season You know, the that just builds confidence Going forward, not a problem Hugh's right, they will come under probably more pressure than they have done In those previous six games on Thursday night against Altmar But today, outstanding yet again in front of a full house they're top players at the top of the pitch They're big players All performing And what a day for the man We're seeing on the screen David Turnbull To score a hat-trick for Celtic Is is a day he will remember For the rest of his career He's a very relaxed character Alex Ray I think yeah. we've had him on the phone A couple of times on the show You can see there He's he's horizontal I, I'm sure he's happy inside yeah. uh, He's managing a little smile at the moment But um, for a midfielder to, to score a hat-trick It's always quite something It's absolutely brilliant Gordon Listen he has a, a array of talent he, he can shoot for distance Gordon We've seen him actually going beyond there So fair play to him Full time at Livingston Let's get the story with David Friel Full time Livingston won Motherwell 2 He made his Motherwell debut a full 6 years ago But Liam Grimshaw finally broke his duck To give his side a vital Premiership win Game Alexander Cyber chilling 1-0 at the break after Alan Forrest fired Livy ahead but Tony Watt levelled 2 minutes into the second half and Grimshaw then pounced to seal the points in 78 minutes. This was a huge win for Motherwell and now, they will now look to kick on but Livy at Baltimore the league are in desperate need of some points. Motherwell started really brightly, came with a shot saved by Max Stryek and they forced a succession of corners. But Livy were also a threat and Iowa Obelai had a goal disallowed for offside which was probably the right call by referee Craig Napier. It was a poignant moment in the 34th minute with a minute's applause for Livy fan Stephen Carey who passed away recently. And four minutes later it was 1-0 to Livy. Andrew Shinney on for the injured Craig Sibbled found force at the edge of the box. He shifted on to the left-hand side and fired low past Liam Kelly for his second goal in two games. Motherwell changed a back four for the second half and Graham Alexander got an instant reward. Mark O'Hara whipped in across from a short corner and Johanny O'Hala headed down towards goal. Watt finished the job with an instinctive header from close range with strike well beaten. There were a few chances in the second half but Motherwell grabbed that all-important winner in 78 minutes. Watt's low shot was parried out by strike and Grimshaw it was in the right place at the right time to seal points. It was an unlikely goal hero but Motherwell will take it. Full time to Tony Macaroni, Livy 1, Motherwell 2. 
So important win for Graham Alexander side Motherwell fans you can get involved as well Now is the time 01419511025 What did you make of your team's performance today? Hopefully we'll be able to speak to Gordon Diel Who witnessed Celtic hammer St Mirren by 6 goals to nil at Celtic Park Inspired by a David Turnbull Hattrick St Mirren went down to 10 men early on They had a goal ruled out for offside There was lots to get through in that game So pick up the phone and let us know what you made of it And as for tomorrow, what about that then Rangers fans? It's a big old week, a trip to Dingwall A trip to Armenia, hosting Celtic at Ibrox Pick up the phone, maybe pick your team for tomorrow Because there's lots of food for thought Does Ryan Kent stay on the bench? Does Scott Wright start? Has Calvin Bassey done enough to become the first choice left back at the moment? You pick up that phone and let us know 01419511025 The open line is here and you will be up next after the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson in the building. Gordon DL joins us from Celtic Park as well. And all four of them just telling me during the break how much they want to hear from you. 0141-951-1025. Celtic fans, what did you make of the game today? How impressive were how impressed were you by your team's six goal showing? David Turnbull with the hat trick. There was a lot of Debating points in there as well though Down to 10 men St Mirren early on Alan Power uh, A goal ruled out for offside For the Paisley side as well So give us your thoughts in Mirren fans Motherwell fans How big a win was that? It's been a bit of a sticky start to the season You've got your first three points in the bag At Livingston Tomorrow Rangers fans How big a week is this? Pick your team Does Bassey stay in? Does Scott Wright stay in? Does Ryan Kent stay on the bench? All the usual pre-match questions 0141951 1025. Quite a day, Hugh Evans. More to come tomorrow. Yep, well, uh, the Celtic result and performance will uh, excite the supporters ahead of uh, EZ Alkmaar. Um, but I still think there's work to be done in that tie. As uh, regards Rangers at Dingwall, it's either the perfect launch pad, go there, score a few goals. And take that with you on that 5,000 mile trip to Armenia Or else you're going to add to the feelings of exasperation amongst your supporters I tend to think Rangers will go up there and win comfortably However, we've thought that this season against Malmo, against Dundee United And it hasn't happened Mm -hmm. Okay, let's remind ourselves of the full-time scores then from the Scottish Premiership today Celtic 6, St Mirren 0 and Livingston one Motherwell 2 A full roundup of the scores In the championship Are Broth 3 Partick Thistle 1 Hamilton Ackies 0 Kilmarnock 2 Inverness 1 Air United 0 And Morton 2 Queen of the South 3 Into Scottish League 1 Alloa 1 Queen's Park 1 Dumbarton 1 Cove Rangers 3 East 5 0 Montrose 2 Falkirk 3 Clyde 0 And Peterhead 2 Airdrionians 3 Into Scottish League 2 Albion Rovers 0 Annan Athletic 1 Elgin City 1 Forfar Athletic 1 Kelty Hearts 1 Edinburgh City 0 Stenhouse Muir 1 Cowdenbeath 1 And Stranraer 0 Stirling Albion 3 We'll finish with the English Premier League There was a full time result from earlier on It finished Liverpool 2 Burnley 0 The later games Villa 2 Newcastle 0 Crystal Palace 0 Brentford 0 Leeds 2 Everton 2 Man City 5 Norwich 0 And Brighton Watford to come In 30 minutes time 0141 951 1025 Let's get stuck in Ross is in Pollock Talk to us Ross What's on your mind? Um, hi Alec You and um, Mark Talk to you all well Hello, thanks. Um, No just on today Speaking about the Celtic game And um, I thought today was just If I've been 
a more perfect a more perfect performance it was today. Um, Abada um, has just came in and gave us that breath of fresh air. Um, but I feel like today David Turnbull proved why Celtic brought up with the club. And um, my point essentially today, Guy, is how do you think Celtic will, will manage the next two games? Because I do disagree with you. I think I think the tie is basically near enough done. I don't think we'll go over there and concede three goals. Um, so I think now Thursday's a chance for us to kind of give the guys like Abada, Kyogo um, a rest before heading to Ibrox on Sunday. Let's start with today first. Um, I know the guys will want to take issue with some of that, but Gordon DL, what about the praise that Ross sends the way of David Turnbull today? I totally agree with it, Gordon. I came along to Celtic Park looking for this new brand of football and I certainly wasn't disappointed. I thought Celtic were, were excellent uh, from start to finish. I know Turnbull takes a he- uh, the, the headlines with the three goals, but take away his goals, his overall play, he absolutely dominated this game of football today. He really did. He was just involved in everything. I watched his movement, his touch, his passing. He just had everything in his locker. Hugh was talking about give somebody 3 out of 10 in the, the, the March tomorrow in the paper. Well, Turnbull gets a 10 out of 10 for me today. I thought he was exceptional. I really did. There's a lot of good performances from Celtic players. I thought Abada chipping in me two goals. I thought McGregor looked good as well. Christie, Edward looks like he's getting a bit of hunger back again. Middle to front, really the energy's very, very good. The two full-backs are joining in. It's looking not bad for Celtic and I've got to give all the credit to the man standing down the touchline, Postacoglu. He came into a very difficult job. I know it's early doors. I don't think people should get carried away, but what an improvement in this side. Did he recognise you from, from Australia back in 89? Yeah, yeah Posty gave me a wee wave there. We just, <laughs> uh, you know, we wave and just acknowledged each other. It's been a long time, but I'm delighted to see him in Glasgow. A 100% Sin- fantasy. <laughs> he really is. Celtic... In some ways Should beat St Mirren Convincingly at home They certainly should Without beat doubt. A 10 man St Mirren Convincingly at home But that doesn't tell The full story Because last season They didn't Last season St Mirren Came to Celtic Park And won Last season St Johnston Went to Celtic Park And caused problems yeah, yeah. Ross County Went to Celtic Park And caused problems yeah. Livingston Hibs You can almost go through it It's the It's the Transformation That's what's pleasing The Celtic fans Everybody has to acknowledge That it's early We don't yeah. know how The season will pan out But it's the it's the progression that is pleasing fans like Ross. Of course, and I am a believer in taking things in isolation. Celtic had ninety nine point nine percent of the game today. The only contentious incident is the St Mirren goal, wrongly disallowed by Willie Collum and his assistant referee. Within the game, the St Mirren goalkeeper has sold at least two of the goals. Alec has a suspicion he might have done better with one of David Turnbull's goals as well. But Celtic continue the run Six goals for the second time this season at Celtic Park Six wins on the trot But I think Ross on the line is guilty of terrible complacency If he thinks that Celtic can go to AZ Alkmaar And leave out Abada and Furuhashi He has to be kidding And also he pays no attention whatsoever to the defensive display that Celtic gave the other night Where they rode their luck on more than one occasion And AZ Alkmaar will not be that wasteful For a second time to, So to suggest that 
two of your best players should be left out is comical. Ross, where does the confidence come from? In case you you're confused, Hugh Kevens mildly disagrees with you. <laughs> um, I wouldn't really say I'm. I'm, I'm not being disrespectful to Edith Altmark all here. What I'm trying to say is we've got a more important game in Sunday at Ibrox and I, I think a 2-0 cushion is, I think it's enough to see us through. So I think instead of taking those guys to, to Edith Altmark, why not give them the rest before we go to I think I, I understand I understand that you and the other Celtic supporters would give anything for a win over Rangers a week tomorrow. However, you have to respect the competition. You have to respect the money available if Celtic make the group stages of the Europa League. And it is being disrespectful to Celtic, not to AZ Alkmaar, to Celtic to think that they could go there and leave out their best players and win And I repeat You are paying no attention whatsoever To A defence who did not look Resolute Against AZ Alkmaar I'd be very surprised If they, they Rested the type of players Or, or even still Left them Here uh, we, we have you to the Old Firm game next week For me they can't afford to do that I think uh, And you'll be trying to uh, Keep the momentum going They're going to have to put in a big performance Gordon, I played at AZ uh, years ago And it's a hostile little place You know, it's not a big ground It's about 20,000 New stadium to the one I played in But they're very vocal I said to Mark uh, during one of the breaks That the way that they play Hugh They're technically very good, the Dutch So you know, you're going to have to be like Defending very well throughout periods as well Because we know Celtic can score Because Mm. of that strike force It's understandable to an extent, Mark That attention does Flip but you know It's ten past five Let's revisit a little bit About what we witnessed today What stood out For you From that Celtic performance Well once again Going forward It's It's the same Week after week now So the Celtic fans Know What they're going to see They know they're going to see Their front players Leading that press And hounding teams down And winning the ball High up the park They know they're going to have What's a possession in and around the box They're going to have their creative players on the ball So they, they know what to expect And the players are carrying Ange Postacoglu's tactics, instructions, methods out to a tee And that's the one thing I think the Celtic fans go and They will love and they'll relish And it's exciting to watch You know, it's not like it's boring It's not like it's passes for no reason Going backwards, back to the goalkeeper To keep possession for the sake of it It's far removed from that it's possession with a purpose And some of the goals are scoring terrific Some of the performance levels are terrific And it's a standout To get another six goals is obviously a bonus But equally, and I said it during the game To keep another clean sheet The more Celtic can build on that, the better Because it was at Achilles heel last year they Scored hmm. you know, plenty of goals But at the back, keeping clean sheets is important What about Abada, Ross? Because... He is not getting the same headlines as Kyogo, which is understandable. He's not he's not quite hit the ground running to that extent, but he has hit the ground running in his own right and he scored another two today. He's only nineteen, all the usual stuff about coming to a new country and a new culture, a new lifestyle, a new way of football. You must be impressed with what you've seen from him. Definitely, Gordon. Um I think he's came in and I think he has hit the ground running. Um and today in second goal I think it was Was the header um, It just shows you that He's got the ability to do that um, But As I say It gives us obviously Food for thought With the situation With James Forrest Because um, I do believe That Forrest is Probably one of One of our better wingers But How do you fit him Into the team If a bad is hitting for him And we've got Ryan Christie Who I think is 
I don't know what's happened to Ryan Christie, but he's be, he's become this player that that he was before last season. And last season, obviously, we know about the situation with Celtic and things. But if you've got Christie and Abada there, it's hard to try and find a place for Forrest. But no, definitely, I think I think Abada is. I, I think he will go into special things at Celtic, and hopefully, he stays around for a bit longer than than hopefully. This season If he keeps playing the way he is Gordon DL You've watched a lot of Celtic So far this season You've also Been told What to expect You know If, if you're there in person Because it is much better You get that view And you see the things Off the ball What jumped out at you That, that perhaps you, you, you hadn't Appreciated from You know Watching them on TV previously I think the way they move the ball, Gordon, they move it very, very quick. Uh, Mark's correct because he watched them the other night there. They don't do the usual from the goalkeeper to the back. They get it forward. They use their midfield. Their movement, their rotation in the middle of the park, their front three is is very, very good. He obviously works a lot of that in training. You can see that. The tactic with the two fullbacks coming in, I thought the two fullbacks played particularly well today as well. I, th- I thought St Man were lucky to go out six, I've got to say. Uh, it's just the pace, the energy they've got. Now, it's early season. I'm not getting carried away with any team. But considering what Celtic were like a month ago, the squad they had, I, w- I didn't expect this. So that you've got to give all the credit in the world to a manager. I think he's doing a terrific job now. The fans round about here love the football. They love the excitement of it. They like the fact that they're scoring goals. I totally agree with you. I, th- I think there's still a bit of work to do at the back because I do think you can score goals against Celtic. But the one thing you know, from middle to front, they are going to give you problems. Yeah, listen, I think it's well documented what everyone thinks about middle to front. I agree with the guys. I think defensively there's still a little bit of question marks. I said earlier on the show, Gordon, I think that's five home games in the bounce. It's a perfect mm. kind of storm, if you like, you know, playing at Parkhead, expansive, all these creative players and in, in, in an ideal world, you know, there will be better challenges ahead. Because on that mark, everyone does keep reminding you, don't they? If 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 it's you know, whether it's rival fans or people pointing out, Oh, don't get carried away the Tougher test still to come Of course that's yeah. true But when you bring a new manager in How beneficial can it be to, to get off to a winning confidence start Because I imagine Having never been there That allows you to buy into What the manager's saying If you struggle in your first few games It, it might still be the right thing to do But human nature kicks in course, and, you, yeah. and you start doubting it You start doubting it You think is this guy Telling us the right instructions here No as a player If you get a new manager coming in you win. Everyone's enjoying themselves. You're playing good football. The fans are loving it. You think immediately, this guy knows what he's doing. And, you know, that's only good for the future. But I get what you're saying, Alex. You know, yeah. the, the home games, incredibly beneficial. But that comes with a pressure as well. 60,000 fans going into Celtic Park. Now, remember that there were signs of protest outside the ground. They weren't happy with signings. They weren't happy with the board, the Celtic fans. So, that brings a pressure onto the players and the manager right away before the ball's kicked. You've got to say the players and the manager have taken that on the shoulders and dealt with it brilliantly. And, okay, you can say, well, it's Hearts and Dundee and, and, and St Mirren, and, but Alkmaar were a good team. These are the teams you need to beat. These are the teams Celtic were struggling to beat last season. So they have to take huge credit for dealing with all that pressure, the fans coming back in and winning so convincingly and playing so well within those games. Yep. Uh, so, Alkmaar, I think we should be respectful of the competition here. Celtic have that uh, single star above their crest on their jersey because they remain 
eternally proud of the fact that they won the European Cup 54 years ago. They respect Europe. They should respect Europe. Celtic should be doing better in Europe. Their performances in recent years uh, have not been acceptable. Today continues terrific domestic form. It didn't teach them very much about the the Celtic defence because they were under no pressure whatsoever other than one wrongly disallowed goal. And I would argue that the, the, the header beat two Celtic defenders to go to the St Mirren player who scored the goal. Uh, so they, in, even in the midst of a 6 nothing win, you can still look at the back and think, could have done better there. I'm sure we will get into these in a bit more detail because someone will probably phone up about them. But just to kind of whiz around quickly and, and get a, a poll on the big talking points, Gordon, did you think it was a sending off for Alan Power? Do you think that was the correct decision? Yeah, I do. Uh, just watching in game time, Gordon, the pace, everything he went into. Immediately, I says to Alison, that's a red card. And I thought Wally Collum called that right. I really do. The offside goal, we all agree that it should have stood. It was a goal for St Mirren. But I do agree that Wally Collum got the right call with the red card. Well, I cannot go back on what I said at the time. I, like Gordon, I said at the time, red card. And I was the only one of four in here who said it. Yeah, I'm still standing by what I said. I think it is quick as it starts high, but if that was me, I'd be disappointed to get a red card for that. Yeah, I was just, I was of the same opinion as um, as Mark at the, at the time. You know, he's clearly kind of caught him, um, but uh, as I said, I thought it was a yellow. Okay, if you want to take any of them up on that, you can. It's a 50-50 split, so whatever you think, you'll have someone to argue with. 01419511025. Uh, Sean. Let me thank Ross first of all and then we'll bring Sean in. Sean's a Celtic fan from Bells Hill. How are you feeling as a Celtic fan at the moment, Sean? You guys all right? Good, thanks. How are you, more importantly? I just think uh, Hugh Keevan just spot on about Thursday night. We've got defenders there in Ralston uh, and a young boy Welsh. These guys are just maturing the now. So, it's, it's still game on as far as I'm concerned. You must take a bit of confidence from today, Sean. We all accept that Alkmaar will be a step up They also might not be down to 10 men But it's still ideal preparation is it not? Of course it is But it's still the first big test of the season so far We'll know where we are on Sunday uh, When we go to Ibrox It'll be a great test for us And I'll let us know exactly where we are But Thursday night As I say I'll reiterate what I said there Our defence is maturing Two young lads I think Gordon Dell's mentioned that a few times midweek uh, that Ralston is nowhere to be seen Look at him now Gordon, he again If we're going to judge Celtic defensively Today's maybe not the best time to do so Because they, they won 6-0 But going forward Anthony Ralston just looks so much more confident now And that, you know, obviously As a, as a result of the performances it's, 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 It seems to be going in the right direction for him yeah, and he had another very, very good performance this afternoon. I've got to say, you can't fault this lad. Uh, he was written off. Uh, he got his chance because there was no other right back at the club. Everybody was crying out for Celtic to sign defenders. And the boy just got his head down. He's obviously doing everything that the manager's asking him at training. And he's taking the training into the, the match day performances. And he's been excellent. He's added to that a couple of goals. I think he's bought into this the way Celtic play with the two fullbacks. Taylor, I'm not the greatest fan of Taylor, but today I thought the two fullbacks getting in there caused St Man problems again. 
but you can't fault Ashton. I think he's been absolutely terrific. He was involved in everything, and his energy got up and down the park. Uh, shows the level of fitness the boys got. Now, I know they've brought in a new signing today, and eventually I think he will be the number one right back. But the one thing for sure is, Ralston ain't going to give this shirt up easy, so he's got to find his hands. Yeah, with Ralston, you know, I know Celtic have signed Juranovic and he's an international player, but I don't think that gives you any great privilege to come in. Is it a bit like when Celtic signed Andy Hinkle to try and get rid of you well, and you just stood for it? devastated when I seen Hinkle coming in. German international, I thought, oh, here we go. Not a problem for but, you. Look, Ralston's the same. Now, if he was playing okay at the minute, and Juranovic, easy for me to say, is signed, you go, okay, it's a matter of time. But if Ralston keeps up these performances, you can't take him out the side because I think he's integral to the way Celtic are playing at the minute. And I couldn't have dreamed of saying that probably six weeks ago before the season had started. Because the way he's playing and the relationship he's got with Abada, you've seen it today. You know, Abada coming short and Ralston playing that ball inside. Why would you take that away if it's working so well? So it might be that Juranovic just has to wait his time until Ralston has a, a few bad games. Just and I think he deserves that. I think Anthony Ralston deserves the chance just to, to stay in the team. Just to address the point that Sean is making on the line. My concern is not Anthony Ralston. My concern is not Stephen Welsh. My concern is not Greg Taylor. My concern is Carol Starfelt. Very possibly. I just I yeah. wonder if that is... I mean, he, he didn't do much wrong today and I, and I get the point that Celtic were not tested in that sense because they won 6-0, but it's the thought process I'm trying to understand At 20 past 5 When they've won 6-0 Why is the worry of Carl Starfield Top of the agenda? No because Sean Came on the line To uh, to agree That the tie was well, not The question over. is to you and Sean then It's, it's not just at you Well the, the game is over And you have to look at the next one And the next one is very important It's a European tie And A multi-million pound Side stake And Celtic Ought to be interested in European prestige Therefore St Mirren's over and done with A comprehensive win Six wins on the bounds Well done all round However The next game is The important one I think there's pizza wars going on in Livingston I like this right So at the Tony Macaroni Arena The Motherwell buses There's a picture on Twitter here It's just pulling out of the car park And it's Piled high in the front seat uh, Papa John's pizza boxes I don't know if that's a deliberate um, Message to, to the hosts But other pizza uh, <laughs> are vendors available. are available uh, Thank you to Sean and Bell Tell 01419511025 We'll start hearing from today's managers And more of your calls next The games are over The talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray all here all ready to take your calls on 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. You'll have been equally as delighted, Gordon, not only at the football on display at Celtic Park, but the result coming in from Livy, no doubt. Oh, we needed that, Gordon. Absolutely brilliant. It's been a long weekend. Uh, 14 minutes at Stats Park uh, last night I got. Uh, I don't know if you picked up in the show, but uh, it was a long journey up. And then, obviously, you know what happened. Light failure and we had to all leave. So, disappointed to miss that one. And, obviously, today, but six goals makes up for it. Just quickly, in a word, anyone believe he went last night? Not at no, all. No, so. no. Um, but he's right about Motherwell. That's him up to fifth now. I wonder if the, the, the fans that were mourning last week are happy now. Well, not because you don't want to get put out of the cup. 
It doesn't just take it away Yeah but no, still It's the best still. chance of silverware It's disappointing Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu After the 6-0 victory to date It was good We, we started really well Which is I think the key thing For us today um, You know we, we obviously had a, a fairly punishing game uh, Midweek But it was important We just set out early To put some pressure on And, and we did that We scored our goal I mean we hit the post We were creating chances And then Obviously then the red card Gives us that opportunity To control the game further And I was just pleased That the players sort of you know, didn't let the game just peter out. You know, it could have been easy even at half time at 4 0, but we're still going at it at the end. You know, still pressing and still working hard. And you know, that's the kind of team we want to be. So I guess that was the, the, the most pleasing thing the discipline and, and the work ethic right till the end. David Turnbull with his first hat trick, and he's just said to us that there's even more to come from. It, it may sound a little bit sort of arrogant to say that, oh, well, you know, we're going to improve after we won 6 0, but we are still at the beginnings of what we're trying to build, and there's, there's definitely going to be challenges along the way. And, you know, but, you know, what happens after sort of days like today and the run we're on is that, you know, players get encouragement and they want more, and then it's my responsibility and the staff's responsibility to keep pushing them to, to new levels and that's what it's all about you know not to be sort of complacent or satisfied with where you're at you know the, the, the challenge for David is to just not put any limits on you know the player he can be and, and the levels he can reach and you know that's kind of like I said my role and staff's role to, to keep pushing him and, and you know I think he gets frustrated with himself sometimes uh, you know when he's not scoring or assisting but I think there's more to his game than that and, and once he adds those other things then I think you know he'll, he'll you will keep improving and you know where that takes him is, is up to him It's an interesting time Gordon Deal for David Turnbull because last season he was Celtic's best player but it was easy for people to say best of a bad bunch and Celtic aren't winning anything and all, all the usual counterpoints that you hear now that he's in a more confident group and is still enjoying his football and contributing to the team what does that say for him because again the story is important that this is a young player who lost an entire year of his career Injury and that you know the big move, the big money move fell apart. So, physically, mentally, emotionally, a lot goes into that. And he's obviously still producing the goods this afternoon. It says for once that we were all right, Gordon, that he's a terrific talent. We've said that for day one uh, since he came to Celtic. Yeah, you talk about last year, it wasn't very difficult to be the top man here because of the way some of these Celtic players, um, you know, played. But today, you've got McGregor in good form, Tom Rogic comes on, he looks a different player now, Christie is banging for him, you know, you've got players there that are, are, are catching eye, but Turnbull totally ran the show today, it, for me he's head and shoulders above anything on the park today, I really, I thought it was a five star performance from him, and to add to that, from a midfield player to get three goals, a hat-trick as well. It was icing on the cake. Absolutely brilliant. I've got to say, you can't, you can't knock the boy. Um, you know, his positions he takes up, his knowledge of the game is brilliant. You see him looking about, trying to find the space. He goes into the space. He's always a danger. He's always got his head up. He's a complete player for me. And I think, honestly, the more and more the season goes on, if Celtic keep playing this way, he'll only get better and better. I'm going to. I'm actually going to go on a limb here. He, he scored 16 goals for Motherwell a couple of years ago. I think he will surpass that this season. More Just, than 16. Yeah, partly partly to be where he's playing. Dazzler saying the all-round player. For me, he's playing more middle to front. They're not being really tested in back there. I think if you want to be an all-rounded player to go to a higher level, you have to have a, the all-round game. You've got to be able to track them. I think that's a little bit of a Achilles' heel for him. But it's something he can actually adopt into his game as well to be, you know, a top top draw player. But middle to front. He will beat that record. He will get better. 
as well And that's the thing Ange Postacoglu saying there That he wants to improve They want to improve as a team And that will excite the Celtic fans But David Turnbull will get better More afternoons he has like that And I agree with Alex I think there will be more afternoons like that I mean today he scores a hat-trick He probably could have had another, what, two, three maybe Hit the post, I hit, forgot yeah, about that one right post, early on dragged yeah. a couple wide And he will get better, T- so t- Talk to me then from your perspective having played Because the obvious kind of question for me then is Why are teams not stopping him shooting from the edge of the box? Why do they give him so much space? But it, that can't keep happening by accident Because I bet you any money Jim Goodwin and his coaching yeah. staff Know that he takes up those positions I bet you any money they were told not to let him but that must be something that he does to Gordon, get himself that Gordon space. Gordon DL hit the nail on the head there. He picks up intelligent uh, positioning, Gordon. So he drifts into places where he can pick up the ball. And the, because he's so offensive minded, he just shifts it out of his feet. And then he's got the kind of powerful one. He can slow it into the corners. He's got so much variation to shooting. And that's, I think that's one of the things that is it's a real uh, bonus for this guy. Because normally you, you get someone with one technique, but this guy's got, he's got power. He's he's got the slow. He can yeah. cut across the ball as well. We we'll see him time time and time do that as well. So I think he's got a lot of good attributes scoring middle to front, and I think that's the reason why I say is I think he beat sixteen from a couple of years ago. I just love how much Alex Ray loves the slow. He always he loves I love it. Yeah. He, 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 does it always do come know, with do, the do, sign God, language do you know as well? The hands. Yeah, I love that it's died out. Uh, well, do, you know, do, do you know the reason why I say it is because it wasn't something that I actually had. My game mines was always cutting, power. power and then cutting across the ball. So what I'm saying to you is when I'll see to him, open up your body and, y- yeah. and curl it so when you, right to left. Yeah, I wasn't. Was Slew in the dictionary. Is that an actual word? I don't know. Well, it's in our football dictionary. That's all we need to know. Jamie, from <laughs> a Saint like Mirren perspective, Jamie, how how is that today from from your perspective? I think listen, you, you go a goal down kind of relatively early, and then that's quickly followed by a sending off. You kind of start to think that you're going to be in for a, a kind of horrible afternoon. Um, so I, I couldn't really complain too much and like you've been saying you know Celtic a full strength Celtic squad playing to their full capacity they should be dispatching teams like ourselves at St Month but I think today from a St Month perspective kind of starting the game you know without Brophy um, a question a worry for St Month I think we're kind of missing I know it's far too early for any panic buttons but I do think we're really missing pace when we lost Connolly and Dunmiss over the summer Um but yeah, I think when you go out without a kind of main striker and Brophy, you get a player sent off, you're a goal down. I think everybody could kind of see the game is only going one way. What about the incidents that perhaps, and I'll get your thoughts on this, Jamie, went against you? The sending off and the, the goal ruled out for offside. Let's start with the red cards. Do you have any complaints about it? I think it's, it's kind of one of those I would be more with, um, with Ray, Ray on it it's, I thought it was a bit harsh um, I get it from a referee's perspective Full pace He's made the call on it I did think it was a bit harsh um, And as I say 1-0 Then you're going down to 10 men straight after that It does put you in the back foot right away um, So I did there was, There's no denying um, when We're at St Bernard at Celtic Park You get a man sent off It's going to change the way the, way the game's going to go Completely um, yeah, so you kind kind of agrees with Alex and Mark that it wasn't a red, but it doesn't sound too upset about it. Let's, we, well, no doubt, ground in circles. It's been quite refreshing because we've not really had to do this yet in this season. Let me, well, I dust off the rule book for the first time yeah. and remind ourselves of what the, the, the what, what the test is. So Willie Collum sees it once, sees it full time, and in his head has to quickly calculate: was it a tackle that endangered the safety of an opponent, or used excessive force or brutality? 
Any player who lunges at an opponent in, in challenging for the ball from the front From the side or from behind Using one or both legs with excessive force Or endangers the safety of an opponent Is guilty of serious foul play My response to what you've just read out Is that by the letter of the law Willie Collin was correct to give the red card I mean don't get me wrong that Those words You can always kind of apply that the way you want That's 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 the idea You know it's interpretation Yeah um, But the, the, it would tick a lot, a lot of those boxes Would it not? Probably ticks every one of them So Gordon When you read it like that Yes Willie Colm Knows those rules Inside out When he says it Full pace Like Jamie's saying there I guess he's only got one decision For uh, Listen I, For me Seeing it Again I mean I, I think a yellow card Would suffice However Those are The rules Like you say Gordon And Maybe maybe Will Collins right. I just uh, football's taking a, a full different route with tackling and you have to be very careful. What I would say, if you're Jim Goodwin and you're sitting watching that at home and that's mm-hmm. your midfielder, Jim Goodwin had a career uh, kinda of full uh, uh, full hearted yep. challenges. So would he have a go uh, at power? I don't know if he can, but uh, Alex, you've said earlier you don't necessarily think it was a red. Yeah. Um and again, I'm not saying this does make it a red, but let me just change the question slightly. The the, the thought process of Alan Power, e, 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 even if it, even if it is a booking, sure. what's he trying to achieve there with that going in like that? That old cliche about giving the ref a decision to make does it yeah. does it fall into that bracket? Gordon, this is an experienced campaigner. You know, he's been round the block, and uh, as I said, I thought I thought it could quite easily have been a yellow, but by actually lunging in the manner on what he did, the wording of what you actually say there. Yeah, and Willie Collins' mind because it is, is a lunge, isn't it? Yeah. All, all day long. Well, see, when you actually listen to, and no, listen, there's no two ways about it. You know, and he's he's, he's kind of uh, clipped a boy, so I can understand maybe why Willie Collins might have gave it. But for me, I thought mm. it was a bit harsh at the time. But uh, listen, see the wording of that that actual what you read mm-hmm. out there, the, the the law, the rule. We we see that then people lunge in, especially when you go to ground all the time. So it could be construed that every time you go, because you very mm. rarely see somebody going half-hearted when they're going to ground. They're usually running at pace. So a lot of these tackles would come under that rule as a bit late and excessive. Right. What about Jamie's point? Because fair play to Jamie Gordon, he's not, you know, moaning about the, the sending off too much and, and saying that it changed the game or anything. He's a bit more concerned about St Mirren's approach, not starting Eamon Brophy, lacking a bit of pace. Can you do more when you come up against a, a Celtic team that confident at Celtic Park? And if so, what what should St Mirren have done? No, I, I heard Alex saying he was right. The, the important person today for St Mirren was Maynard Talk to try and hold the ball up, to try and give them a breather. I don't think it would have mattered if they'd have started Brothy. When you come to Celtic Park, you're St Mirren. There's a few things you need. You need to keep 11 men. You need a bit of luck. You need that offside goal to go for you. Um, and you need your goalkeeper to be in fine form. That didn't happen. The goalkeeper was poor today, but that's nothing to do with the fact that Celtic were so good. I don't think Brophy up front, and I think he's a good player, um, would have made any difference at all. I think that all St Mirren done today was chase shadows, to be quite honest with you. They didn't really affect the game apart from you know the one chance that they had, and they were a bit unlucky because the goal should have stood. But yep. I don't think it would have made any difference at all with Brophy playing. Jamie, go and hang on the line because here's Lee Sharp who's obviously um, taking media duties in place of Jim Goodwin today. Here's what he had to say on the red card and the offside goal. I think obviously going down to 10 so early on um, made it obviously a, 
a lot more difficult. So any game plan we had um, just kind of goes out the window at that point and you've got to regroup and try and make things as hard as possible for, for Celtic. On the decision, I think two things about it. I think Alan could possibly stay on his feet. Uh, I don't think he has to go to ground. But at the same time, you have seen tackles like that being given as yellow cards. Um, you know, I think if you look a few minutes later, Ryan Christie has one very similar on Ethan Erehon at the far side and he's not booked. Um, so, you know, you're, you're looking for things like that to be evened up. It's big decisions going against you, I think, at 2-0 down. Um, you know, you're trying to get yourself back in the game. It's, it's difficult and we get a goal chopped off, which was perfectly fine uh, in terms of being onside. So, you know, at that, I'm not saying we've got anything from the game, but at 2-1 it gives the gives the boys a lift and a wee bit more belief that you know you can actually maybe go and get something from the game so yeah big decisions went against us but that's part and parcel isn't it very difficult to know what impact it would have had Jamie but the offside goal must have stuck in the throat a bit because it looks like that was certainly you know should have stood it's one of those you're definitely um, frustrated at. Um, I think like you know, Lee Sharp saying there as well at 2-1 it might have gave us a bit of a, a bit of a lift. It might have kind of made them kind of fight on a wee bit. But in hindsight, you could maybe argue that if the game finished two or three nil. But I think it's six nil, and it could have been more. Um, and again, Lee said it himself. In hindsight, it wouldn't have made much of a difference. Jamie, it was lovely to hear from you. Jamie, a St Mirren fan from Paisley, 01419511025. There is more to come on the phones from you, more to come from these pundits, and more to come from the managers across Scottish football next. After they play, you have your say. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray, all here to take your calls on 01419511025. You've not been kicked out yet, Gordon? Still there? Still here, unfortunately. Lights are still on. They've not went off yet. Traffic's really bad. Traffic's really bad anyway, so we are oh, actually doing you I a favour by keeping you here. I've heard, I, yeah, Wilson said that the other night there, so yeah, I'm quite happy to stay for another five minutes. Goal at Brighton, Gordon. Goal at Brighton, scored by Shane Duffy. Shane Duffy, remember him? He's opened the scoring for Brighton against Watford 11 minutes on the clock And you have to say What's Alex well, we, we did actually see that from him in his early Opening two games He's yeah. opening two games at Celtic It was a bullet header And What an under the underside of the bar I don't expect any level of human understanding When it comes to Scottish football But if there was such a thing It's a guy who's had a torrid time yep. And it looked like it was a bit of a weight off his shoulders there So it's, fair enough It seems as if he's uh, he's enjoying his football Gordon, he's back playing at a very good level As we just watch him head the ball 30 yards So yeah, clearly enjoying himself um, Right, let's hear a bit from Graham Alexander How big a win could this be? The punters were not too happy Up at Dundee last week Some ropey results in the League Cup Group stages Then out of it at Dens Yet to pick up a win in the opening two games But there were signs of encouragement And they won against Livingston today I felt we were unfortunate to be behind at half-time um, I thought we had some real good spells in the first half Certainly the first 30-35 minutes uh, We had opportunities to score um, We didn't concede many opportunities against it I thought the goal was a ball out of the blue for us really um, And we sort of lost a, a, our discipline a little bit after that Our, our shape went um, But it was... At half time, we reset the boys and we said there's a game there for us to be won, uh, for us to win. Um, and we went out and did it. And every credit to the players because uh, I thought we deserved that over the night. It meant everything to, it, to us all. You know, you could see the way the, the boys celebrated with him. And, and you know, after the, the game on the pitch in the change rooms, now they're all over him. It's, um, he's, a, he's a fantastic lad. 
Um, we thought it'd be a, his type of game today. Um, we thought we, we, we needed his uh, energy and, and, uh, and bite in midfield today. Um, we didn't expect him to come up with a winner, I'll be honest, but um, a fantastic lad. You know, everyone loves him and um, it's a great day. We said at half-time, look, this won't be the, the first and last time we're in this position, so we have to go out and show what we're about. Um, it's, a, it's the ultimate test, isn't it? Livingston away and you're and you 1-0 down at half-time, so we had to show the, the courage of our convictions, of our work that we do during the week and, and go and force the issue, make it happen instead of waiting, it, waiting for it to happen. I thought we started the second half really on the front foot, really aggressive, put them under pressure and got the equaliser and then obviously went on to get the winning goal so it was a, a brilliant response from the players um, but I do f- I do feel we were unfortunate to be down at half time that's all well and good and I obviously I'm happy to hear a happy Graham Alexander after Motherwell picked up three points but you've got to hear from David Martindale on times like this Hugh Keevans he's yeah. one of our game's great characters and uh, here's what he had to say at full time I don't like the way we defended our box we deserve to take anything for the game if I'm honest can't defend the way we defended you with two cheap cheap goals in open play, I don't think we were that bad. I, fa- I actually think we need better chances in open play. We scored the first goal, and then I think Nicky's got a chance in the second half. A fantastic bit of playing. He's got to score. He's got to score. At the very least, you've got to hit target. And then they got the part not so long after that, and they scored their second. So it changes the game a little bit. Then they just sat in and we hummed and hawed. We never really put them under enough pressure, if I'm honest, because they went to a 5 4 1 at that point. It's very difficult to break them down. But the way we defended, two goals we gave away were far too cheap. Really, really disappointed in, in the defensive unit today, not just including the defenders, but the defensive unit from set plays and in open play when they were putting balls in their box because I think anybody watching the game could have seen the game plan was put every single ball for anywhere in our half in our box and that's kind of what Motherwell done. It's pure and simple, we're only good enough today and we've got to take the other chances in the opponent's half. I actually looked at them out late today because I made the boys watch the two goals because I wasn't going home and waiting till Monday to show them that because it wasn't good enough. So we went over that in the dressing room after the game. Ever been made to post-match analysis straight after the game? Mark Wilson, does that, that usually wait till Monday morning? Listen, he not. says he couldn't, he kept them back. He made the Livy players watch the two goals they conceded already. Yeah, not immediately. I never had the, the pleasure of that. Is that your worst nightmare as a player? Oh, 100%. The closest I got was we, we travelled back to the stadium then watched it, but never immediately after the game. That just shows you how furious he was to, to get his video technician in to hook get it up to the TV and say sit and watch this. What do you oh. think, Alex? Is that does that yeah. get a message across of how unhappy you are, or are you? There must be a reason people tend to let the dust settle. And then yeah, I think there's a possibility of emotion running high. He clearly wants to get it off his chest as, as soon as possible, Gordon. So you know, he's, he could actually hear his frustration there because it seems as if they're giving away a couple of cheap goals. And uh, if you do that at that level, you get punished. They committed their mistakes inside the ground. They should be made to watch <laughs> them inside the ground. That their work. Uh, let's bring in Stephen Who is a Motherwell fan Stephen what's the main Emotion after that win today I spoke to you during the week When you had Tony Watt In the studio And I made two points The first one was That we lacked energy In the midfield against Dundee And the second one was That he sat an actual Born goal scorer And Tony Watt on the bench Today Tony Watt gets a goal And Liam Grimshaw Provides that energy In the middle of the park And um, I just feel A wee bit vindicated With what I've said Because Hold on a minute You're trying to take credit For this Because you came on the show During the week And (laughs) said that Tony Watt Should start the game Yep He should He scored today But Listen It wasn't the best performance But I can't complain As long as Mother were winning games Um, But I thought Liam Grimshaw Was outstanding 
Absolutely outstanding what does that say for him Stephen Because he's been out for months with this illness And that obviously drains you physically That's his game is, is getting about the place What does that say that you get back to that level? Uh, it shows that he's got good strength of character That he's, he's got a bit of fight in him uh, And to be honest with you he, he had a bit of a hard time before he got the illness as well I think he was a scapegoat a lot of the time In a lot of performances Because Stephen Robinson has stuck him in at right back He's never a right back he started his career as a centre mid And you could see him playing in there today He just brought that energy back into the middle He gave us that fight, gave us that dig And that allowed us to get up the park eh, More often than not Although we, we did end the game with seven defenders On the pitch Which I don't think I've ever seen In my time supporting Motherwell um, I was watching through my fingers towards the end but listen, we got the points and, and I'm travelling up the road pretty happy. Quite right, and he's coming here to take credit for it as well. He, I, he, I remember so. Stephen phoned in and said Tony Watt should start the game. So. He's also criticised Stephen Robinson and he said he'd get in ahead of Graham Alexander to pick the Stephen right Stephen knows there. his stuff, don't doubt him. Yeah, I, I'm putting his name down in the book. When Graham Alexander gets to heave, I'm going to suggest <laughs> that... Uh, we get Stephen on the job here. The thing about the seven defenders finishing the That's game needs needs must when great uh, yeah Graham Alexander coming under a wee bit of pressure this early on poor result last week they get themselves in front at a difficult place yeah he's every right to defend the box and David Martindale touched on it there um, so I think the Motherwell fans will be absolutely delighted that they're off and running like Alex says what a win does for you at this early in the season it just makes the table. Look all that bit more presentable To you up to 5th did you say? Up to 5th mate yes um, Stephen any th- th- Does that kind of change the mood I think uh, from memory during the week You said you weren't that You weren't worried about the season anyway But it does put a bit of a different complexion on it When you get your first league win doesn't it? Yeah it does I think our performances in the week And the whole been good um, We should probably have more points on the board Given our performances I think But listen that first win is always so important and Libby's not an easy place to go with that plastic pitch. So to get a win there, we can hopefully run the confidence against Dundee next week. Hopefully Big Kev's back up front because I think they miss his presence. Um, it's a bit good to get him and Watt and the team together, I think. It'll be nice to see how they link up. If Big Van Veen plays next week I'm sure Stephen will be back on Taking credit exactly. for the win next week again Honestly, brilliant I love it Stephen Good listen, to speak guys, to you Listen guys I'm going to Weeds Fest next week So I'm definitely not be phoning Because I'll be sitting in a field somewhere <laughs> uh, At half <laughs> <laughs> Yeah please don't Please drink responsibly That was Stephen <laughs> On the line Just I'd love to, to go there and all As a slight aside have you, have you ever heard Liam Grimshaw speak? No Right I just like this tweet And I'm going to try and play it I'm sure Motherwell won't mind it's on their official kind of, uh, Twitter feed Because Stephen Hamill Club legend yes. Now at, at the head of the academy He's tweeted the video And saying I've no idea What Liam is saying here um, But I'm delighted for him It is the thickest Northern accent You've ever heard right, I'll give this a bash I'll try and play it Off Twitter Bad combination of right, the fans right. in the background and the thick northern accent. It I have no like idea. There's a hundred thousand in that <laughs> stadium. Do you mean north of England, north of Ireland? What I, do you mean? He sounded. I know, and not like Manchester, Burnley. I think he's from something right. like that. Yeah. Oh, it's the. Th- oh, it's it's is quite he not, something. Is he not at that festival in Leeds? Is it started <laughs> a week early? Yeah. He might well be. Uh, right tomorrow, Alex Ray. Yes. How big a week is this for Rangers? It all starts at Dingwall. Yeah, it's massive, Gordon. They've uh, obviously started the season pretty slow. They've managed to get a couple of uh, wins under the belt. Hopefully, that will uh, kind of generate a little bit of confidence in about the place. 
You have to go up there Steven Gerrard talked about the basics Fighting, scrapping uh, Being committed First and foremost Before you step on there Be in the right frame of mind And then they'll be hoping to try And kind of get the win To bounce forward to their mania Team wise then We had a good fun last week And during the week yes. <laughs> Debating whether Calvin Bassey Could stay in for the European game And he did Ryan Kent Got the old hook at half time yes. Which you do not see very often yep. Scott Wright by Stephen Gerrard's estimations Made such a difference A superhuman effort Michael Beale I think Speaking to on, on Rangers internal media today They'll mention Scott Wright and Yanis Hadji Have picked up knocks Alright oh, okay um, That's not to say they're unavailable But just that they've, they've picked up knocks Is Kemar Roof available for Or has he still got one more game? No I think he's back no, but For tomorrow he's fine though isn't he? That, yeah but oh, yeah. Are you Europe talking about well. tomorrow or Europe? Well, well both really Because that's kind of the next question How do you Manage these next three Because I'm I'm not having managers Tell us that they take One game at a time You can't sure. possibly Well obviously If they two have got Knocks scored Then you may well Wait until they clear up So you'll play the ones That are available so to say, you say, say they were both available Is it that, Would Ryan Kent start A match on the bench Tomorrow for Rangers There's a possibility Gordon Because he hasn't Hit the levels uh, Scott Wright was Really impressive Through the week He put in a hell of a shift uh, I would expect Roof to come back into the reckoning as well tomorrow because you have to get him up to speed. He's got three goals and he's opened a couple of games, Gordon. And uh, obviously Morelos has still got game time to get up to speed. Mm. So I would imagine he'll go as strong as he can, Steve. I can't afford to rest mm. people. Gordon Deal, what about that? Because I, I was looking through Rangers' results and stuff this morning, preparing for the show, I think they've changed their midfield and their front three Every single game so far this season Now I accept there are reasons for that Because Kamara's been suspended in Europe So's Roof Morelos came back late And so on But we praised him a lot Last season for Being able to Chop and change to an extent I wonder When That becomes a bit too much Yeah I just think he's He's trying to find The right sort of a balance In the middle of the part I don't think he's found that Because of As the guys touched on The studio there about Different players' forums have dipped. For instance, Kent's forums dipped. You know, you look at Golson at the back, you look at one or two in the middle of the park as well, and there are others to come in and obviously to stake a claim. I, I'm with the boys. I think uh, he may leave Kent out tomorrow, just take him out the firing line, look towards maybe Thursday, Sunday, because it'll be interesting, you know, the build up to what he's going to do on Sunday. That's a, a massive game, but he's got Ross County to deal with tomorrow. Um, it'll be interesting. In his lineup, I think Wright's been terrific. I really do. I think he's um, making a strong claim to start most games now. Uh, even when he's coming on off the bench, I think he's making a massive impact. But I think he's just looking for that balance in the middle of the park. And last year he could chop and change. He was making, you know, he was playing a Thursday and a Sunday. He'd make five, six changes at times. Nobody blinked an eye because it, it was just a machine that kept rolling and rolling and rolling. Just now it's not happening, and he's trying to find that r- right recipe to get it going again. So it'll be interesting. His line up tomorrow at Dingwall. Okay, get yourself up the road. We'll speak to you on Tuesday. Thank you. That was Gordon Bye. DL sent him away a whole two seconds early because that's pretty much us. Hugh Keevans What do we need to bear in mind After today And heading into another big week We know that uh, Celtic's good form continues Six wins on the bounce now For Ange Postacoglu Uh, He goes to AZ Alkmaar In the high spirits But for me The tie is not over Rangers go to Take on Malky Mackay's Ross County tomorrow Everyone Including Malky Knows that Ross County Are the favourites To go down so he would take Rangers' scalp 
as a very positive step early on Rangers have to be careful Another lively afternoon of Scottish football is done and dusted Celtic beat St Mirren by 6 goals to nil in the east end of Glasgow Motherwell leave Livingston with all 3 points after a 2-1 victory and our featured championship match sees Kilmarnock beat Hamilton by 2 goals to nil Big games tomorrow Dundee Hibs at lunchtime then on to 3 o'clock Hearts Aberdeen Ross County Rangers and St Johnston up against Dundee United Monday night 6 o'clock right here is the place to be because we are going to have an awful lot of football to look back on make sure you join us GBX is up next